All right, we are back with the 145th edition of the Quarantine Cast. I'm really excited for this one. I'm having a, a guest I had on about a year ago. A whole lot hasn't changed in terms of his fighting career. Uh, lots of, uh, I guess, roller coaster year for him, and we'll go. Uh, we'll touch on that a little bit. But without further ado, I'm having, in my opinion, the best prospect, uh, best heavyweight prospect in all of the United States at the moment, Brett Martin. Brett Martin, here he is. Hey, man, how's it going? How we doing? Not too bad. So before we start talking about, you know, fighting and training, how are things there with the uh, the pandemic? I mean, the world right now is ridiculous. So how are, how are things there? Uh, I'd say a little bit better now than they were probably the last year. You know, ever since the vaccines kind of came out, it's, you know, things, at least restaurants are open. I think they're like only 25%, uh, uh, you know, capacity or whatever. Um, you got to wear masks and whatnot, but um past that i'd say everything you know living wise for me is pretty normal i uh i do maintenance work so i you know i'm i work for the city so i'm still working every day and you know going to my job uh i did catch covid i'd say about two weeks ago three weeks ago me and uh jamal so that's why his fight got pushed back so um but other than that you know uh you know about as normal as it can be in the in the situation for sure How's your recovery from COVID? I know um, from what I hear from a lot of people, they have, you know, side effects for, for weeks. Are you still still good or recovering? Yeah, you know, I, I, uh, I lost my taste in my scent for, uh, I think, for like four days. I was, uh, I felt like hungover a couple of days, you know, just like real like sluggish. You know, it wasn't nothing that, you know, is out of the norm or nothing like that for me. Um, so I'd say my recovery is fine. You know, I'm a little heavier than normal. You know, I had a good two weeks in quarantine kind of a big boy so um but past that yeah you know obviously other than a little bit of a cardio issue you know which is normal we talked a little bit before uh before we got started here you're now a married man how does that feel oh it's good man uh she's been with me you know since uh she's watched almost all my fights actually so we're really good friends you know beforehand and then uh we started dating i think it was after like my third or fourth pro fight you know, so she's she's been around for a long time, and you know she's one of the most amazing people I've ever met. So just just happy to be with her. One of the things that was happening right around that time was your fight with Bigfoot, supposed to happen. Yeah. Uh, for people who aren't aware, what was it? What kind of happened? What happened that uh, caused caused that fight to fizzle? Uh, you know, and that's that's the biggest you know uh, upsetting part about it is, is, uh, it sounded like it was a medical issue, you know, like an EKG couldn't get cleared in, uh, in the United States because of his heart or, you know, whatever reason. But, you know, to me as a fighter, you know, that's, you know, that months out, you know what I mean? They, they knew this was going on. So to wait, you know, until three days beforehand, the fight, you know, right where I'm about to leave to go to Florida to call me and tell me that the fight's canceled to not pay me. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it is what it is. I'm not going to, you know, come on here and, and blast a promotion or nothing like that because the fight game is the dirtiest game out there, you know. So I know what I got into. I'm not going to, you know, do, play the hymns and hems. It was just more crappy because my fight in March got, you know, canceled because of COVID. So I was I was finally about to be able to, uh, you know, continue my career and get back to, you know, doing things the way I deserve to be doing them and, and how I've been doing them my whole career. So that was the worst part is, you know, just not being able to compete when I was able to compete, you know. Yeah, and it wasn't just just a fight. This was probably your biggest, the biggest fight of your career, name wise. Oh, oh yeah, for sure, by far, by far. Did it uh, did it hurt a little bit more knowing, like you know, what if I had beaten uh, Bigfoot, 
you know, you're, you're right there. You know, you're going to get phone calls the day after. Uh, I don't know. I wouldn't say that just because, like, I'm not one of these guys that gets, like, all big on, you know, who's who and what's what. You know, I just – I to be honest, man, I just want I just want to compete. You know what I mean? I, I, uh, I've, I've been a wrestler my whole life, a football player my whole life. You know, I was just sitting here today watching some old wrestling footage. You know what I mean? I just – I've just been doing this for so long. You know what I mean? And it doesn't matter what level I've ever been on, whether it was football or wrestling. You know, people have doubted me and, and there's – always this question mark of why I don't get the same respect as every other athlete, you know, now that I'm a grown ass adult, it's, it's the same thing. So, I mean, I, I don't really know why it's that way. I just, I don't really care about who it is. You know, I just, I don't want a 500 fighter. You know what I mean? I don't want somebody that's seven and three or seven and four. That's never even fought anybody with over a 500 record. You know what I mean? I want to fight somebody that's a who's who and, and is, has been in this for a long time. If I'm knocking out guys that are nobodies, I'm not like, you know, prepping myself for, you know, a fight that like we're going to what we're going to see this weekend. You know, I mean, those those are the types of fight I'm trying to prep for. I'm not trying to prep to, you know, be a guy on the regional level the rest of my career. You know, and that's the sad part is I can't, you know, find a fight because of, you know, these types of things. You know, the guys I'm taking fights with are, you know, my last three fights that I've had scheduled were all, you know, guys that are 40, 45 years old with, you know, over 100 fights or been around the game forever. So. I mean, it's just we don't we don't really know what way to turn, or you know, we're just we're just trying to we're just trying to scrap, to be honest with you. Was uh, did I read this correctly that it was uh, was it Johnny Walker's manager that got you the fight with Bigfoot? Yeah, and uh, uh, Lucas, I think is his name, Lucas uh, Lucas Luckus, maybe. Um, yeah, and that's he had just reached out. I think he had reached out to me a few years ago on uh, social media about managing me, and I run with the same management company. You know, I. I uh, I helped him, you know, start up back in the day when a fighter left team and then now that fighter's back and we got a good team going and I'm just, I'm just about, uh, you know, building my own thing. You know I mean? I don't, I like all these other management companies. I see them doing good things, but do those guys got hundreds of fighters in there? You know what I mean? Like, I'm not saying I need special treatment cause I can take care of myself. I practically do. You know, I just, I'm not, I don't believe in leaving the people who have, have built me this far just because you can get me a fight in the UFC. I don't think it should be that way. You know I mean? I think, the best shot, the best guy should get the get the opportunity. Not, hey man, if you sign with me, I can get you, I can get you in there. Like that to me, that's bullshit, and I don't think that's how this fight game world should be. But you know, that's that's where we lie. So it is what it is. Yeah, there's there really isn't a whole lot of loyalty left. I find guys are bouncing around both management and gyms and stuff like that. So it is good to see that you know, even if it's taking you a little longer to get there. <laughs> You are remaining loyal. I think yeah, that's and, and, and you know, I mean, like I say all the time, and I got belts hanging on my wall that you know. Guys in the UFC dream they had, you know, I mean, because I beat one of those guys for it. So at the end of the day, uh, you know, I don't care. I I didn't get in this to not really say I don't ever want to be the UFC champion, but I didn't get into it for that. You know, I mean, I could go to my grave right now knowing that I've been helping Jamal with his last couple fights and I'm the happiest kid in the world, you know, because I grew up wrestling. So that's, you know, that's a team sport as much as it is an individual sport. So, you know, I grew up helping my buddies be successful just like I am. So I could care less whether it's me or them, you know, I just... I'm just not going to do it for the money that some of these promotions are trying to offer because of, you know, COVID, you know, my bills stayed the same. So, you know, why is it okay for me to keep paying the same amount of money with COVID, but you got to make an excuse to pay me what I'm, you know, what I'm worth because of COVID, you know, I'm just, I'm just not with the games. So maybe that's, maybe that's why I'm not there. You know, I don't, I don't really care. I'll go to my grave that way then. You mentioned one of those guys, Josh Parisian is a guy that you've beaten before. Is it, is it frustrating to see, you know, like he's in the UFC, Guys that I'm, I've, I've beaten before are getting these calls, and, and you know what? 
in my opinion, and I told you this months ago, I think you're the best heavyweight prospect not signed right now by the UFC or Bellator or one of these big promotions. It's got to be a little bit frustrating to see these guys getting signed. Yeah, and I, and I appreciate that, man. I really do. It means a lot. You know, definitely uh, I'll take any cloud I can get. You know, uh, I work hard, you know, and that's the point is it's more frustrating because I do the same things. You know, this isn't bodybuilding. This isn't, um, you know, something where it's based upon how you look. And I'm not taking away from Josh. You know, I, I, I think Josh deserves to be there just as much as anybody else. Josh is a great fighter. You know, I mean, he's a good heavyweight. He's he's got a lot of uh, a lot of skills that other heavyweights don't don't showcase. You know what I mean? So obviously, he's an entertaining fighter and he deserves to be there. But you know, like Justin Gaethje just posted, I think I shared it on my story earlier. You know, you grow up here and they want these types of fighters. You know, and you see these things happen with Eljermaine Sterling and you know that other dude. I can't remember his name that fought. He talked or that fought Andrews, Eric Andrews. You know, he. He talked all week, you know, and then got hit with an illegal blow and then did the same thing Elgerman did. You know what I mean? So it's like you hear so many people say this and that, but you never know what to do until you're in those shoes. And, you know, I'm just I'm just trying to do the best I can in these shoes, you know. Yeah, I mean, last time we spoke, um, one of the things I, I was asking was, what do you think it will take? Is it marketing? Is it what what is it? Is it these short notice fights? Do you like that's why I texted you when when, uh, when I found out that. Um, uh, Don Dante Mays was, was like last minute, last minute replacement. Do you think yeah. it's, what it's going to take is like one of these like last minute opportunities or what do you think uh, it's going to take? I, 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 to be honest with you, the last I heard, they don't want me. You know what I mean? And I don't know how long that's going to last. I don't know. You know, they, they obviously know who I am. You know, my boys in there just, just yeah. dima- dismantling people, you know? And, and so I, <laughs> I wish I had the answer to that question. I wish I was some magician that could just, you know, flash this up you know i just i don't and i do my best not to get frustrated and say you know crazy things but you know i just i got dreams man i've been you know i i don't do things that other people do you know i don't go out and blow money i don't go to casinos i don't know i mean i work and i i put my money towards you know my dreams and my legacy that i want to build with fighting and outside of fighting you know I, i hope to bring kids into this world and you know i just hope that they can look back and say you know at least my dad you know did this the right way and stood up for himself in, in a world that I feel like people are scared to stand up for themselves. You know I mean? I think that's like the biggest thing that's wrong with our world is people are so scared to, you know, be strong in their word and believe in themselves that, you know, everybody's too busy worried about what people are saying is the way or how this is the way, or this is how you should do it. You know, I just, I'm just, I've always been different. So I don't want to change that now. I'm, you know, I'm a grown man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that's very respectable, especially in this industry. Um, that being said, you you did talk about a, a friend of yours, a training partner, Jamal Jamal Hill. Seeing his success, how great does that feel as a friend and as a teammate? Uh, and and I, I don't want to say it's just him, you know what I mean? Because we're not one of the, he's not from one of these huge gyms where there's multiple guys in there, you know. What I mean, this is just some small gym in Michigan, and it's one of those stories of a place trying to be something, you know what I mean? That's that's I think that's the most beautiful part about it for me is you know when this whole thing first happened. We weren't like full-time training partners. I'd say, you know, maybe two or three days a week at most. Um, But once this hit, you know, I mean, I wasn't allowed to cross train. And with him being in a camp, you know what I mean? I, I, my Muay Thai team understood, you know what I mean? So I jumped gyms. I still, you know, would, you know, work with my Muay Thai coach and I'm still in contact with him at the other gym. You know, it's just, I didn't, didn't change my loyalty based upon, you know what I mean? I think I need to be better. It was just more of, he knows where my loyalty lies with my friends and, and, and my fellow fighters. So, you know, I mean, I'm going to do whatever I have to do to make sure Jamal's ready for his fight. So, obviously, with him doing well, it, it makes me just as happy because, you know, my dream of 
going to the UFC was either a fight at a fight or corner at a, my, my first UFC event, you know, and I got to do that, you know, with him uh, when he beat Klitson. So, I mean, what, what better of a way to spend your life? You know what I mean? So all I can do is be grateful, you know, obviously with the COVID not being able to scrap is, is sucky, but you know, I work a full-time job and I work my ass off, you know, with, with this fighting stuff. And that's what most people don't understand is, you know, I put in a lot of work behind closed doors that, you know, 99% of people don't know about. So, you know, being able to use that money to go enjoy a trip because, you know, I'm able to was, was one of the best parts and it makes it even more sweeter for me because it means I'm doing this for the right reasons. Yeah. I mean, I, I love that. I think I, I love everything that you're about, you know, the, the, the loyalty and, and your friendship and the fact that, you know, it doesn't matter if it's you or Jamal just seeing success. It's good to see. You, you don't see it very yeah, often. And it's, and it's yeah. not even Jamal, man. I mean, his coaches, you know, the yeah. guys that, the guy that owns his gym, you know, he spent time in the military for years. You know, he's, he's, he's done his time at this country, you know, so just to see him happy that he was able to provide somebody their dream, you know, that, that makes me happy, you know? So it's not even just about Jamal, you know, it's about his whole gym and even the guys that I train with from my Muay Thai gym, uh, you know, uh, in Grand Rapids as well, those guys see me training with Jamal and then they're like, Oh, you know, it's, it's like, you know, it's like they, they somehow help, you know, and they do, you know, everybody you train with, you know, is, is a big part of what you do. So, you know, it's, it's just cool to see everybody around here, you know, piling behind Jamal and giving him the sport he deserves, you know, cause like I said, the UFC promotes who they want to promote. So sometimes you got to do that stuff on your own. As for uh, as for you, I mean, he's just got his fight booked. Uh, you're seeing all these fights booked. When is it that you want to fight? Is it like as soon as possible or is uh, it? I wouldn't say as soon as possible. You know what I mean? I don't like, obviously, I, could, I will take a short notice fight if my weight's there, you know, and, and I, I'll be ready for that, you know, in, in, in short time. But to me, I just, I'm sick of the, uh, getting treated like I'm not a real fighter. You know what I mean? Like I'm a substitute or like, Hey, we're going to bring you in if this guy doesn't take the fight or, you know what I mean? So then I end up taking a fight and then, you know, the, the other guy doesn't take the fight with me. You know, I'm just, I'm just ready for a promotion to bring me in and be like, Hey man, we understand, you know, it is what it is. You look that way. And your last two fights are what they are, but you know, you're dedicated and, and I've shown I'm going to fight the best of the best always. So, I mean, I'm just ready for somebody to take me under their wing and just treat me how I'm deserved to be treated. You know what I mean? I, I feel I've earned that. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Um, speaking of best of the best, the two best heavyweights in the world are fighting this weekend, and I can't have a heavyweight fighter on and not ask him his predictions for that fight. Yes, most definitely. Uh, I'll always be a Stipe fan. You know, I'm a wrestler. Uh, I actually used to wrestle in Cleveland all the time growing up doing a tournament with a couple of my buddies. So it was weird that, you know, that's, you know, his, his neck of the woods and so I'll always be a big Steve A fan. I like Francis and what he's doing. Um, you know, but I'm I'm the cream of the crop for a heavyweight that's the the worst juju for a power puncher. So obviously I love a guy like Steve A who can mix it up like me, uh, you know, beat that big power puncher that, you know, just has that kiss of death, I guess you could say. All right, man. Well, I don't want to take up too much more of your time. Thanks again for the time. Um I feel like we haven't talked in forever, but it's yeah, always yeah. Nice to catch up. Well, I- I just really appreciate you having me, man. Like I said, I haven't had a fight, so I haven't even been on a camera really about anything or, you know, even just got to talk and, you know, speak my, my, you know, my P's and Q's, I guess you could say. All right, man. Well, is there anyone you want to shout out or any uh, social media you'd like to plug before we end it? Oh, yeah. You know, if anybody wants to follow me, it's just, you know, Brett Martin's the easy way to find me on most social media. Big Dog is the nickname. Uh, you know, obviously, shout out to my team and you know my other you know my other team over at Black Lion with Jamal and all those guys. 
And, uh, you know, my, my management company, I know he's been trying to get me fights and, you know, I'm, I'm not the easiest guy to find fights for, you know, cause like I said, I don't, I don't fight for no 300, 300 or no BS like that. Like some of these guys are trying to offer these young men, which makes me sick, but whatever. Um, so big shout out to my management company. And, you know, uh, obviously I, like I said, I appreciate you having me on and, uh, you know, much love to all my family that keeps supporting me through this crazy sport. And, uh, you know, we'll get ours when the time's right. All right, man. Well, thanks again for the time. And hopefully we do it again after a fight yeah, and yeah. Uh, after you get your hand raised. If not, you'll probably see me doing some jujitsu or something sooner than later. You know, I'm a grappler, so I ain't scared to step up with some of these so-called grapplers. All right, man. I love it. Uh, stay safe, man. Don't get COVID again. Uh, yeah, and, right. <laughs> uh, best of luck to you, man, and whatever's next. Yeah, man. Take it easy. I appreciate you. All right. There you have it. Brett Martin. Like I said, been a fan of his for a while. We've talked months ago, and if you guys haven't checked out that interview, check that out. We go into more detail about uh, his upbringing and stuff like that in that interview. Um, and if you guys haven't, make sure you guys like, comment, and subscribe because I need some more. Uh, I need some more subscribers. We're uh, we're struggling. You know, we're putting out all these videos, but you know, not a whole lot of subscribers. So be sure to do your part and like, comment, and subscribe. Even if it's negative comments, I don't care. Just write something down and subscribe. And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys next time.